Welcome back to the Declaration Podcast. My name is Ty DeClaire. Welcome back in. Let's go. Yes. Hope you're doing well. Glad you decided to tune into the show this week. We got a good one for you. But first, I'd like to thank Patreon. Over in the squad, we have Liam Nolan at Liam Nolan, Matt Naif at Matt Naif, and Boyan Ansonoff at Boyan V. Antonoff, thank you all so much. Over in the Angels, we have Chris Pierce at Chris Pierce 103. Go pick up some litter today if you find yourself outside. I know we're supposed to all be inside, but if you keep your distance, you can go get some sunlight. I won't tell the cops. I swear. You don't tell the cops either, okay? We're going to get through this. Go pick up some litter when you're outside, though, so you have an excuse. I'd also like to thank Mason Tim at the Bearded Bear 95. If you want to support the show, head on over to patreon.com slash the declaration online. I mean, during this pandemic, I'd rather you support yourself and take care of your family and loved ones and those who are less fortunate. But if you do feel like supporting the show, I won't say no. For the mental health check this week, I've, you know, I, I felt really tired this week. Actually, when I recorded the show that you're about to listen to, it was a Thursday afternoon, evening, and I just finished a long day at work and my brain, you might actually be able to hear it. My brain was just fried. I was tired. And I know on the last show, even the show before that, I think I was talking about trying to lean into my rest and relaxation and take it easy on myself, but it seemed like nothing I really did made it better and I, I ended up just staying up later and not really leaning into that rest factor. Well, come today, I am feeling a bit better. It was a long weekend, thank goodness. And I try to take full advantage of that. I didn't want it to be a weekend where I stayed on the couch the entire time and then Sunday rolls around and I feel like I lost three days and I didn't do anything with it. So I try to do what I could this week. Um, but I think, you know, it's something that we're all going through. And I like, I think it's important to acknowledge that, hey, we're going through a pandemic right now, something that we have never been a part of, something that is brand new and no one really knows the answer of how to get through it. So we're all trying to figure out as we go and any sort of negative self-talk or thinking I should be stronger than this, that has no benefit because we don't know what we're capable of until we're in something. And we don't really know the answers of how to do something until we learn it for ourselves. So this is still a learning opportunity. It is an experience and I'm trying to take it as such. Each day I go through this, I learn more and more about myself and I learn more about what makes life easier. One of which is, you know, trying to make things easier on other people, Um, doing what I can around the house to make Bria's life easier as she works on the front lines of this whole coronavirus thing. Also making the uh, the house nice and safe for our new dog. We got our dog for good yesterday. Her name is Delilah. She's a chocolate lab slash pity mix. She's more pit bull than chocolate lab, but she's 100% love. She's the biggest snugger I've ever met. We'll be on the couch and she'll just come up and lie down and sleep for hours. She's amazing. I love her so much and I can't believe we actually have a dog now. So my life is just infinitely better. Um... <laughs> But, you know, this is actually a good segue because 
acknowledging your situation, going out of your way for other people, finding what works for you. These are all things that Brooke and I talked about on the show this week. And I think it was a great show. You know, we we talk about boundaries. We talk about burnout. We talk about sparking joy. You know, going into this week, I'm, I really want to try and focus on these three things is, you know, acknowledging, focusing on that burnout and trying to do things that actually bring me joy and not just doing these things like passively, but doing them wholeheartedly. If, if listening to a podcast while going for a walk brings me joy, I'm not also going to be scrolling on my phone or things like I'm going to try and be fully in the moment. And not let my distractions or things take away from the experience that I have. It's I'm I'm not going to belabor it. It's a great episode and has really actionable advice that we can take into our weeks this week. If you're going through it, you're not alone. If you need to talk, reach out. You got to at TyDeclare44 on Instagram or Snapchat or or whatever. I know Matt Nafe at Matt Nafe. Over on Instagram, he uh, he opened up his his uh, I guess opened up his DMs is the best way to put it. Um, you know, he said if anyone needs to an ear, just reach out. We're all going through this. No one really knows the answers, but one thing is for sure is this too shall pass, and we will find a way. We will come out stronger. We will come out better. We will come out more loving, more understanding at the end of this. And I fully fully believe that. So. Let's go into this week with that mindset, the can-do mindset, not the woe is me, not the this sucks, but this is an opportunity to, to grow and to learn and to love. So I'd like to welcome Brooke Martin to the podcast. You can follow her on Instagram at Nurse Love Career Coaching. Brooke is an amazing person. Uh, you're going to hear that through the show. She opens her heart up for those who are serving right now and on the front lines. And I think, um, I just think that comes through in the show. I was fortunate enough to witness. I wasn't a part of, but I sat beside and listened to a coffee talk that she did for nurses, doctors, respiratory therapists, and just the actual advice and compassion that she can bring to a real situation and facilitating a real honest conversation on a difficult subject is not easy to do. So like Brooke is an amazing, amazing, amazing person. And I'm not, I'm just going to stop complimenting her and let you listen. So like, share, subscribe, whatever the, the thing is these days, go rate. I don't know. Just do what you can for the show. And I will keep bringing this content during this time. We're going to get through this. I love you. I hope you have a great week. I hope you find something that works for you. I hope you find a way to make someone else's life easier. I just hope you have a great day. So please welcome Brooke. No, Brooke Martin. No, Brooke Martin. There it is. That's it. Please welcome Brooke Martin. Yes. Welcome back into the Declaration Podcast. This week on the show, we have Brooke Martin. And Brooke is a registered nurse health and wellness entrepreneur from Halifax, Nova Scotia. Her background is varied and covers hematology, oncology, and critical care. 
and most recently, Advanced Nursing Foot Care and Registered Massage Therapy. She is the founder of Nurse Love Career Coaching, which is a provincially recognized nursing role that helps nurses combat burnout and create a career and life that they love through her unique and inspiring coaching methods. Brooke, welcome to the show. Thank you so much. I'm so pumped to be here. I feel like we were um, wanting to record this for a while and now it's here. (laughs) Yeah, it's been a long time coming. So thank you for coming on. How are you doing today? I'm not too bad. You know, um, I think as with everybody, uh, every day is quite varied. So today, today's pretty good though. I'm feeling pretty good. The sun is out um, on this current day and uh, it's feeling like spring. So, so that's really nice. Yeah. I actually haven't been outside yet today because I did the whole wake up, roll out of bed and go straight to work thing, which I don't like, but um, I'm planning to get outside. Hopefully it doesn't snow by the time the podcast is over. So we'll see. (laughs) So what has life looked like you since the pandemic started? Yeah. So uh, I think with, um, with everyone listening, they can probably uh, attest that it's been quite different. Um, there's been lots of shifts and pivots. Mm-hmm. So my, uh, my private practice that I own, it was actually considered not an essential service. So we did close our doors, I think four weeks ago now. Um, don't even know what day it is yeah. anymore, to be honest <laughs> with you. <laughs> so I, I was left without an income, you know, just like so many other other people. But I am very grateful in the fact that I am a nurse and I have many skills that are needed right now. So um, I was able to pick up a job with the 811 um, COVID screening line. So basically the line where people call in, they talk to a registered nurse and um, I screen them for symptoms and give them care advice. Mm. So, so really grateful to have picked that up. And um, it also gave me some time just to work on my career coaching business for nurses, which right now is just basically giving loads of support to nurses Mm. and just helping them with anything that they might need to talk about. Um, so one thing that I'm I'm doing is hosting um, virtual coffee talks for mm. nurses, and uh, I decided to open that up for all healthcare professionals as well. So we host them on Zoom. Um, we jump on with our coffees, and we have a real conversation about what's going on and you know what everybody's experiencing. And while we recognize you know what's going on in the world and in our communities and jobs, um, the conversation is very much a space where I put a little bit of hybrid of coaching in there as well, just to give that boost of energy um, so that they feel kind of supported in their community. So it's, um, it's been a massive shift to say the least, but uh, we're, we're making it work. Yeah. Some strange times for sure. But I mean, the fact that you're able to inspire, not inspire is the right word, but make community the focus and bring people together for the purpose of having a real conversation, giving real strategies and yeah, just being real. Like that's, that's huge right now. Do you see like being authentic in your own life is helpful to those who you come in contact with that, whether it be nurses, the 811 line, whatever, just simply being yourself and being open. Do you find that helps? 
Yeah, a hundred percent. And especially like, you know, my new, my new roles, I guess now are all based around communication, mm-hmm. right? So whether I'm talking to nurses um, or healthcare professionals in the group setting on the virtual coffee talks, or I also am doing one-on-one career coaching still with nurses, it's, and, and when I'm on the lines of 811, right, it's just all about communication. And, you know, it's, it's, um, it's an interesting time right now, too, I think for coaches, it's a very uncharted kind of territory. Um, we haven't, none of us have really experienced this in our life before. So yeah, it's really, it's really just been about communication and asking myself, how can I go into this conversation uh, with, you know, a calm, but very real demeanor and just connect with the other person on the other line, whether it's someone calling about symptoms that they're concerned about, or a nurse that has, you know, fears and challenges that they're going through. It's, it's just all about that connection and that communication right now. We're mm-hmm. honestly, we're all in this together. We're all going through the exact same thing right now. Mm-hmm. Our experiences are varied, but globally, we're all focused on one thing right now. Yeah. So just finding that common ground. Absolutely. Well, I'm sure that the answer would be the same if I asked, what are you like telling others is a good strategy or like, what are you doing in your own life? So I'll ask you, what are you doing in your own life to kind of adapt to the, again, strange times we find ourselves in currently? Yeah, for sure. I think that's interesting. Um, because first of all, like I just, I want to kind of formally recognize for anybody listening that these really are harrowing times that we're in, right? Um, These times are acutely distressing. And as a world, quite frankly, we're experiencing trauma and grief. So I just want to acknowledge that and and tell your guests um, that I think it's great if you want to use this time to start a new project, business, or what have you. Um, And like I said, I personally have been using this time to grow my coaching business but it's also important to ask yourself what you need during this time and just be really honest with that kind of conversation. So really being open and honest with yourself and not beating yourself up because you're not doing the 30 day ripped ab challenge or (laughs) some intensive self-development program right now. Um, If you want to do that and that makes you feel good. And the keyword here is want and good. (laughs) If you want to do that and it makes you feel good, that's the area of ease then by all means. But it's very important right now to lean into things that feel good Mm -hmm. and not to have this battle with ourselves, right? So there's so much going on outside of us um, in our world that's out of our control. It's really important to be able to feel a little bit in control on the inside. So that's kind of like the first, the first preface, but really the, the three um, or the, the things that I'm doing, uh, this is kind of a long, a long winded answer, but, um, you know, I'll tell you what I'm doing and then kind of like the three key things that I can bring in for your guests that might Mm -hmm. help them make it a little bit easier as well is, uh, I always have morning routines where, you know, I do my meditation, Mm -hmm. I go for a walk, I do yoga, and I've just shifted those to make it, make it a little bit easier for myself. Mm -hmm. Right. So, um, I do let myself sleep in a little bit and then I make a coffee and uh, meditate and then go for a walk. Um, really sticking to those routines, I think is helping me right mm-hmm. now. But uh, 
the the three key things or key questions that uh, I would I would um, get you to ask yourself is the first thing is what can I make easier for myself, and subsequently what do I need to do to make that happen. The second thing is what can I make easier for someone else. And then the third thing is, how can I bring in a moment of joy every day into my life? Mm-hmm. So if we unpack that a little bit, um, the first one is like, you know, what can I do to make this easier for myself? Um, so this can be a whole a whole host of things, really. Mm-hmm. I'll give you a few examples of what I'm what I'm using in my life and actually what uh, might be helpful for a lot of people. And the first one is actually um, creating boundaries. So mm-hmm. boundaries on the news, um, sometimes boundaries on loved ones. So for for a lot, for everybody, um, and especially healthcare workers right now, uh, as those are the people that I'm coaching, is they are immersed in COVID, mm-hmm. to, like all day when they're at work, right? All day. So the last thing that they need to be doing when they come home is watching the news on COVID oh or talking about COVID, right? Mm-hmm. Like they've been saturated in it. Yeah. So, you know, one thing I really decided to do was um, was create that boundary for myself. So I think it's very important to be up to date with the news every day because things are changing every day. But you can get really specific about that. Um, if you've ever noticed the news, it, it actually is just a it's the same story told in a different way mm-hmm. over and over and over and over until mm-hmm. the following 24 hours. Right. Yeah. So all you really need is 10 or 20 minutes to get the facts that you need for the day and how you should be moving forward. So for me personally here in the, in, I, in the Maritimes in Canada as well, you know, our prime minister comes on at the same time every single day. Mm-hmm. And then our health ministers come on at the same time every single day. Those are the two sources that you really need to be tuning into. Mm-hmm. Everything else is just noise and probably negative propaganda, right? Probably. Yeah. <laughs> right? That's like pretty, pretty accurate. Yeah. <laughs> most definitely, right? So, so that's, that's a huge thing. And that is just a strategic way that you can, you can make that easier on yourself, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and now the other thing is... Um, you might have to have some tough conversations around that too, right? So if you have a loved one or a family member or a friend that is constantly sending you news articles or this or that, right? You may need to actually have a conversation with them and say very lovingly, you know, hey, thank you so much for reaching out or sending these to me or what have you, but here's my situation. You know, like I'm around this stuff. Mm-hmm. enough as it is and i would just love if we could talk about something that's unrelated right mm-hmm. um and so it's just really uh setting those boundaries can be something that would be helpful another thing that can make it yourself easier for your or sort of make it easier for yourself is if you signed up for the 30-day ab ripper challenge and you don't want to do it don't do it don't do it do restorative yoga or something that feels like just, you know, it's so important to move your body right now. It's so important to continue mindfulness practices, but don't do something that doesn't feel good. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Just make it, make it easier on yourself and decide what you need to do to make that happen. I'd just be interested to know if there's anything that you've 
had to shift to kind of like, are you in that mindset of, you know, making things easier at this time or what's your kind of perspective on that? Yeah. uh, yeah, It's well, first and foremost, I love all of that answer. Um, it, It reflects a bunch of things that I'm working on my own life. Like, First and foremost, yeah, first, I say first and foremost a lot. So first and foremost, uh, acknowledging myself, like acknowledging the situation that you find yourself in, right, is we don't give ourselves the benefit of the doubt sometimes when, hey, we're in a really stressful situation. This is nothing like we've ever seen. And we have to acknowledge that. It's not, it's not just going to be same old solutions. We have to adapt to something. Um, in my own life, I find that, well, you say don't do the ab ripper challenge. I just started doing hundred squats a day. <laughs> I thought about that when I was saying it, and I was like, okay, but Ty actually likes these hundred day challenges, so he's probably really enjoying that. So if yeah. you want to do the like, but, yeah, if you want to do an ab ripper challenge yes. or a squat challenge, you should do it. <laughs> yeah. If you want to, and I have people who are like doing the squats along with me, so it's like if you want to keep doing this, do it. If it's adding unneeded stress to your life just wait, like focus on like the Zen right now, not so yes. much the, yeah. the push in yourself. But yeah, um, when I have a good day during the quarantine, it's typically when I get out, get some sunshine, get some exercise, make a meal, get dressed, do the things that I was doing previous to the quarantine that are very easy to kind of to slough off now that I'm at home all the time. So, you know, leaning into making sure that I have that routine, like you're saying, if I wake up, make my bed, like taking care of myself, not, uh, I think we, it's a very unique opportunity we have to restore and to focus on what's really important. Like you're saying, right. Is we can look at our wants and find things like that do bring us joy, but also what are our needs? What are the things that are going to help us get through this difficult time? And really it's, it's an opportunity to learn those things right now. So I love that about your answer. I love the boundaries as well. I find myself, if I don't check it, I'm just constantly flipping through social media right now. And it's like, no, <laughs> just totally. put it, put it down. Like lean, like light a candle, watch a show, read a book, do something else. Like, yeah. um, just like change up if you find that you're using one thing over and over and over and over and over. But all that said, love that answer. Like that was, that was awesome. Um, and you find that you're doing these things in your own life as well. Yeah, totally. A hundred percent. Yeah. Like I said, I actually just had to create some boundaries this week and that was kind of the inspiration to, uh, behind helping to teach that to, Mm -hmm. um, to other, to healthcare professionals in particular. That's what we're going to be talking about in our upcoming coffee talks. But, uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's massive. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. Now to take a step back, what made you want to work with nurses in the first place? Oh, yes. So this honestly, I guess, kind of comes out from from any entrepreneurial journey. We usually create something to fill our own need, right? Mm-hmm. So a few years ago, I'd say I was probably five or six or something years into nursing. Mm-hmm. And I was struggling with the shift work schedule. Um, I wasn't sure if I was in the right job anymore. I just, I just, there was just something unsettling about it. And I just, I wasn't sure, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't know if I needed to switch units, or if I needed to switch careers. I was just feeling super lost. So I sort of struggled my way through that process for a few years. And mm-hmm. although, you know, I made it onto the other side, um, 
having a coach through that whole process probably would have made it 10 times easier. Mm-hmm. And um, nurse coaching is is becoming more popular along with coaches around the world. Um, but it's still quite a new area. And and I don't even know if it existed back then, or at least I, I wasn't aware of it, or I would have hired one. <laughs> so I really decided to make this role to save a whole lot of heartache for other nurses that were kind of going through the same thing that I was. Mm, awesome. Yeah. It's, it's interesting how you, you, we always find like that passion through the things that affect us the most and totally. like being the person who we needed in that moment. Yep. You know? Totally. Uh, Speaking of things to get us through times, you mentioned the importance of working with things like burnout, mm. um, especially in a time like this. Like, can you just talk about burnout and how to address it? Yeah, for sure. So, burnout is—I wouldn't say it's new, but mm-hmm. it is—it's not new, <laughs> but it's gaining more attention for sure, especially in in healthcare, in, in which I'm in, and really. Burnout is something that can be seen in tons of different, you know, signs or symptoms, right? So we're talking about things like feeling completely, you know, overwhelmed or lacking kind of that passion or that purpose anymore, Um, just really not enjoying your job anymore, not having the same kind of drive, uh, exhaustion, anger, like there's so many facets um, that can cover burnout. Um, But it is something that we're seeing more and more kind of in the literature and in the research. And that was one of the reasons too, why I decided to create my program um, or my programs of of coaching, because a big thing that I weave into it is mindfulness, right? So I do, um, we do meditations, we do journal prompts, kind of all those basic mindfulness things that we all talk about. But, you know, we don't often learn how to actually do them properly. Mm. Um, so just to be able to kind of, you know, lock arms with someone and say, hey, here's actually how we do mindfulness and it doesn't need to look perfect. It doesn't need to be done in a cave with a monk. And, you know, <laughs> here's how we can modernize it and and do it quickly and, and kind of weave it throughout your day. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of really how I address burnout. But what I also do is... Um, we get down to kind of the core values of the nurse and what they really enjoy doing. And then we build their career on top of that. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Again, taking, taking the personality and making that the foundation. Totally. Totally. I like that. Um, Now I I don't want you to, you know, like put yourself out of the money here or anything like that. But when it comes to mindfulness, are there like some simple strategies that you typically tell people, which, would be very easy to instill, let's say, during a quarantine. <laughs> yeah, for sure. So, you know, there's tons of of free meditation apps out there. Um, and then there you can just search, you know, meditation on Google and there's mm-hmm. things that come out. Um, but really like mindfulness is just becoming aware of our thoughts, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And and just kind of sitting with them. So so I'm really screwing up this part. Can we edit it out? <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, this is beautiful. It's oh man. Oh man. So yeah. So mindfulness really is just starting with becoming aware of the thoughts. You know, yes. like how am I feeling right now? Well, I'm yeah. feeling. I'm feeling anxious. And why am I feeling that way? 
and just just becoming more aware of how you're feeling. And that can look so many different ways, right? Yes. So it can be journaling. It can be meditation. It can be going for a walk. Mm. It can be just sitting and having five minutes to yourself, drinking a cup of tea. It can look so many ways, but it's really just sort of slowing down and and kind of looking inward instead of outward, like on social media, scrolling the news, that kind mm-hmm. of thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Taking that time and, and almost giving that medium for yourself to reflect, like whether that, like you said, through journaling, through meditation, through whatever. Um, I, I love that. Yeah. And, and focusing inward, it can always feel like we're pouring out, pouring out, pouring out, but we need to keep that our own cup full, right? We, we have to, we have to give from an overflow. That's how my mom always says it, right? Like mm-hmm. you gotta make sure your own cup is full and then whatever splashes over that's for other people. So I like, I like that, especially in these times is making sure that we're taking care of ourselves first. Um, totally. A hundred percent. Absolutely. Yeah. We um, have to, um, we have to kind of, we have to fill up our own cup first before we, you know, we pour into anybody else. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So how can you make this easier for, for someone else? Yeah. Yeah. So kind of going back to, you know, what can I do to make this easier for myself? What can I do to make this easier for someone else? And then how can I bring in a moment of joy? Right. Mm -hmm. So how can I make this easier for someone else? So for example, Ty, I bet you, I I bet Bria wouldn't be too happy if she came home from work, you know, working 12 hour shifts as a respiratory therapist. And Mm -hmm. you were like, Hey, did you see, you know, the news today? Here's what they're saying. Here's what the PPE situation is. And you're, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm, So mm -hmm. just one thing is being aware of how we are affecting other people in our lives, right? Mm -hmm. So are you able to shift the narrative or shift the conversation with somebody in your life to Mm -hmm. be a little bit more supportive, right? Be mindful about how much you're talking about, you know, the stresses of the world and things that are going on. Mm-hmm. I think it's very important that we talk about how we're feeling with our loved ones, but that we also are aware of the situations in which we're presenting those conversations. Mm-hmm. Is that person ready to talk about how anxious we are? Is that mm-hmm. person ready to talk about what's going on? It's very much just kind of assessing that. And you can even ask. Hey, are you ready to have a, a conversation about, you know, how I'm, how we're both feeling? Um, again, it comes back to communication. Right. Now, mm-hmm. if you're like, if you're working right now, um, how can you make your coworkers day a little bit easier? Can you slide a joke mm-hmm. in, you know, can you offer to pick up a portion of their work if you have less and they have more, um, at the hospital, you know, for healthcare workers, it's as easy as asking someone if there's something you can do for them, right? Mm -hmm. Because there's always so many things going on. Um, If you are in a a partnership or a relationship or um, just in a living situation with someone who's working and someone who's not working right now, you know, maybe can that person who's not working be the one that picks up the groceries, be the one that prepares the meals? Mm -hmm. Can you just sort of off balance that? Yeah. You know, and then I would just say, could you imagine if we all decided to do one thing that could help somebody else? Hmm. It just, it would make everything so much easier, right? It would improve the communication. So I would really challenge you to say like, what is just one thing that I can do to make something easier for someone else? And I think that kind of goes to the theme of the times right now as well is, you know, we're, we're not social distancing ourselves for ourselves. We're social distancing for the community 
to, to lower that, that spike, right? To what is it? Extend the curve or flatten, flat, the, curve. flatten the curve. Yeah. Say the, <laughs> say the blaze is home. Yeah. Um, like we're, we're not doing this for ourselves or for other people. And I think the more that we can bring that community focus to the decisions that we make, like you're saying, find a way to help someone. Like if I'm around the house, yeah. What can I do to make Bria's life easier as she is on the front lines fighting this thing? It's like, yeah, that that's definitely a good thing to focus on. And I think, yeah, it's and also it's reciprocal. If you help someone else, they kind of feel like they want to help you. And then we both end up getting what we need. It's kind of cool. hundred percent, hundred percent. And then uh, the last thing is, how can I bring in a moment of joy, right? Mm-hmm. So this is this is actually my favorite thing and something that I often asked well before the pandemic. Um, I think we all, as a collective society, lead pretty demanding lives and demanding jobs, right? Mm-hmm. So just trying to bring in a moment of joy, even once a week. Now, I would really encourage you to bring it in once a day, just considering what's going on. So um, my partner, Matt, and I, we actually started Steak and Red Wine Fridays at home. Mm. So we did we did this well before the pandemic, but it was like, you know, I'm a busy entrepreneur. He works in engineering, construction, like he's busy as well. So we're like, what's just like one day that we can look forward to all week? And it was Steak and Red Wine Friday. So we started that. And we've carried that tradition throughout the pandemic, if you will, right? Mm -hmm. And and that was just kind of like one moment of joy that we could have throughout the week that we both look forward to. The other thing is like, can you take the time to make yourself a really nice cup of coffee every morning? Mm -hmm. Can you give yourself time to go for a walk? put on your favorite song, like whatever brings you joy, now is the time to do it mm-hmm. and and do it every day and give yourself, give yourself that permission. Yeah. And I think some people listen will be like, well, I don't know what brings me joy. Well, what a perfect time to figure it out. Right. <laughs> we, we have this time to be reflective, to really find what works. Um, like I said, it's definitely a, a strange time, but it is also an opportunity. And I like to think of it more on that side because that's what we can control, right? Totally. And the, and an easy way to think, you know, what brings me joy is to try different things and then ask yourself, does this, it's not, it's not, does this make me happy or sad? It's, does this feel easy, light, mm-hmm. fun? Mm-hmm. Or does this feel heavy, dark and boring or make me feel stuck? Right. Right? right. So you start to bring in those emotions and that's how you, you, tr- you start to find, you know, what really, what really makes you more joyful. Yeah, absolutely. Now, Brooke, why should we care about feet? <laughs> we should care about feet for so many reasons, but the number one is that they get you from A to B every single day. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. <laughs> they walk uh, you around your quarantined home. <laughs> yes. Awesome. Um, yeah, I won't make you go too, too deep into feet here because I know that uh, you have absolutely made it known to me how important foot care is. <laughs> and we I might lose a lot of people that. if we start going into that. <laughs> All right, then I'll, I'll leave it at this. What is one thing that people can do for their feet during the quarantine? Oh, man. Oh, there's so many things. What's one thing that they can do? Yeah. Okay, I'm going to give you two things. Is that Thank okay? God. Okay, two things. <laughs> So the first thing is just let your feet breathe. Give them a little stretch. Get them out of the socks. Do a little stretch for them. And then you can also give them a little foot bath. Mm. Throw some Epsom salts in. 
just give them a little foot bath. Nothing feels better than a foot bath, guaranteed. Mm. <laughs> yeah, a, a foot bath is one of those simple pleasures that I, I might have a foot bath tonight. Thank you, bro. Right? <laughs> I appreciate that. That's that's that might be my my plan tonight. I'm gonna spark joy at the foot bath. Amazing. <laughs> I love it. All right. I have a couple questions for you, then we'll wrap this thing up. Sure. Number one, the question I ask everyone that comes in the podcast. What is one tip you have for a satisfying and healthy life? Not that we already haven't given many, many tips, but what is one more that you have? Oh, just be authentic. Mm. Just find what you what makes you happy, what you like to do. Mm. Just find some way to do it and be authentic. Mm. Is there something particular for yourself that you like points you to see this is my authenticity like is there something you can point to in your own life yeah when I started career coaching for nurses a hundred percent it just with my whole being it just Mm -hmm. felt so authentic Mm -hmm. awesome I think that's what we're all looking for is that entire body yes (laughs) yeah I like it perfect I'm I'm very glad that you that you found that I know I was able to watch you go from not having this to diving in like head first and it's been an amazing transformation to see and I'm, totally. I'm, I'm so excited to see where you take this thing. So I'm really pumped for you. Um, where can people find you if they do want to get a hold of you or get in touch with you or anything? Yeah. So you can find me on uh, the gram at Nurse Love Career Coaching and www.nurselovecareercoaching.com. Perfect. Simple. Yeah. Go check her out. Lastly, real quick, what's something you're grateful for? Oh, man. What am I grateful for? tons of things. I just need to pick one thing, but there's so many things. You don't, I to, am, you don't have to limit yourself to one. Talking about the small things, I am grateful that I have a milk frother that I can make a latte every single morning because that gives me joy every morning. Oh my goodness. Milk frothers are so fun. So I, didn't, I didn't know they existed until I moved here and Bria's mom had one and I started just mixing up my butter and my coffee with a milk frother and it changed everything. So good. Oh They're I amazing. Might, I might have to order a milk frother now. Thanks, bro. <laughs> well, if I'm Espresso. Making, yeah, I know. Yeah, if I'm making my Espresso morning coffee. Us. <laughs> please. Oh my goodness, please. <laughs> Anywho, Brooke, this is a long time coming. Thank you for coming on. We'll have to get you on again. Um, yeah, and we'll just, we'll get, we'll get all in defeat on the next episode. <laughs> Amazing. Thank you so much for having me. I really, welcome. really appreciate it. Not a problem. Have a great day. Thank you. You too. Bye-bye. Bye.